to the Book Host Squad podcast. I'm Shruti. I'm Sarah. And I'm Grace. Welcome to our emergency podcast, Quarantine Edition. Um, basically, we were not planning on recording an episode, but frankly, I had read so many books that I figured we should do one before I forgot everything I had read. And also, we wanted to just check in and see how we're all doing and handling everything that's going on in the world. And yeah. uh, for those of you who are listening to this, maybe like a year, couple years from now, <laughs> and you forget what was happening in March of 2020 in the United States, um, the coronavirus has made us all uh, social distancing and quarantining. So we're all just um, reading. Yeah. Yeah. So there, we have some yeah. extra time on our hands. So, yeah, this episode was pretty much unplanned so we're just gonna be we're just gonna be winging it and talking about um, how our reading lives have been uh been recently so grace you want to get us started sure so i've been having an interesting time because at the end of february before anyone really knew that this would happen i made an appointment to get eye surgery and my appointment was for a week ago today so last thursday but which is before for everyone listening in the future which is before like right before like everyone was like you have to social distance or else you will die so i was like really nervous leading up to it i was like oh my god i'm gonna be stuck inside the whole time i'm gonna be resting everyone else is gonna be out having fun but i'm gonna be trapped inside and then all the stuff happened (laughs) and it turned out everyone else was just as miserable as i was so it was quite an interesting time but due to the fact that it was, like, an eye surgery thing, I've been mainly doing audiobooks because for a couple of days I just needed to rest. So, um, I have listened to Always and Forever Lara Jean Ooh. by Jenny Han, which is the last book in the To All the Boys of Love Before series. And it was – that is a very good – quarantine slash eye surgery book <laughs> just for anyone who wants to know what it was yeah what makes a good quarantine eye surgery book well this one was very like especially like if you listen to an audiobook sometimes you fall asleep I don't think I did for this one but if I had fallen asleep it would have been fine because it was like oh I can just go back like it's not super like it's not a complicated book there's no convoluted plot or anything like it's just like large jeans graduating high school things be crazy not as crazy (laughs) as they are in real life very true (laughs) and i and sarah i don't know i don't know if i if i like um margo really still why did you say that i would like her more with this one just out of curiosity i just thought because she was in it more and you got to see her character more I always, like, when I was reading that book, I remember I was a sophomore in college, and I kind of, like, related to how she was feeling, because, like, I had, I'm the first, I'm the oldest in my family, and I, like, went away to, I'm very close with my family, and I, like, went away to college, and I would come back, and, like, things were different, and they were slightly off, and it just, it just didn't feel right, so I understood how Margot was feeling in that book, because there are parts where she comes back from college, and she's, like, unhappy with some of the changes that they've been doing, while she's away and everything I just I don't know I liked seeing that in a book so I was like oh hey I kind of feel that too okay that makes sense Mm -hmm. so I mean that's what I liked about her and also I just tend to like older sister characters because I am an older sister and I feel like they get unfair like unfairly mistreated in a lot of yeah a lot of books and tv shows that's true see I am I'm also an older sister that's right 
But I didn't. I still didn't. I think I understood Margo more in the third one. Like, in the first two, I was like, stop being a bitch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But but in this one, I was like, okay, I understand why you're being a bitch. But at the same time, I think, like, so I I still wasn't, I still wasn't like, oh, my God, Team Margo. But I also, I didn't hate her as much in the third one. But I still was like, you know what? If this was a person I knew in real life, like, at school, or if they were my sister, I would not like them. That's true. Even if they were my sister. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't like her that much either. But, yeah, yeah, I get that. She does a lot for Lara Jean, though. So, I mean, that makes it up for me. That's true. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, I read that. Um... I also listened to The Hunger Games on audiobook, uh, which was interesting because I've read that book, like, uh, many, many times. And when I was listening to it, I was like, this isn't how the Katniss in my voice would say that. Like, because, you know, it's narrated by someone else. So that was kind of weird. But it was good. And I really feel like The Hunger Games slaps more (laughs) the more that you read it. Really? It does. It's yes. like that's what like I I've, I actually have never reread so it so that's an interesting thing. You really should. Yeah, I just reread it last month too and I fully agree. It is if anything I enjoyed it more. Like it's I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, it's it's a great book. And in high school like I loved it. Yeah. Like, the first time I read it I literally stayed up. This is the only book I've ever done this. I literally stayed up until like 2 a.m. which at 13 was a really big deal Yeah, cuz I was like <laughs> I have to finish this book. And it's like, it's even every time I read it, I'm like, oh my God, what will happen next? Even though I know. And it's it's just so good. It, it is. really, it holds up. It it really does. It's not one of those ones where it was like popular a couple years ago and you're like, oh, I don't get it. No, it, this is, this is good. This is good stuff. So are people, and even, so are people rereading oh, sorry. The Hunger Games right now because the new book is coming out soon? Is that why I'm suddenly seeing everyone rereading it? I just got it because I was like, I'm going to be miserable. I might as well listen to something that I am familiar with and like. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm rereading the trilogy with uh, two of my friends. That's what, because, yeah, because the new one's coming out. So, yeah, that's why for me. But, yeah, you're right. I have seen a ton of people rereading it recently. But, hey, that's great. More Hunger Games And a lot of people, like, on Twitter, like, talking about the movies and stuff. Yeah. Like, it'll be like, remember when Joanna Mason was this iconic like um how could i forget twitter yeah or they don't make movies like this anymore (laughs) that's true but it was that was a good time uh another audiobook that i listened to was it's not like it's a secret by uh misa i i can't see her name but even if i could i probably couldn't pronounce it misa um and that was okay it wasn't great. It's about these, like, this girl who lived in Wisconsin, and she moves to California, and she's in high school, and she had a crush on her best friend who was a girl, but her best friend was a bitch, and they never mentioned her again after she moves, and then she gets a crush on this girl who works at Kohl's, I want to say, and she, the main character is Japanese-American, And the girl that she gets a crush on is Mexican. So there was, like, some interesting stuff happening with, like, racism between, like, races that aren't white. Which is interesting and not discussed very often. But it didn't really go anywhere. And also, the main character was really annoying and made frustrating decisions. 
And I thought it would be like a fun like F slash F book, which I don't read that often, but it wasn't. So don't read that during <laughs> your quarantine or eye surgery. Damn. That's sad. Yeah. And then the last one that I did is The Sawkill Girls by Don't Remember. And I started it and then almost halfway through I was like, This sucks. And I stopped it. The end. <laughs> oh no. Well, there you go. I thought that Sawkill Girls sounds like something you would like because it's like horror. I thought so too, what? but it's not I don't know. It, and I everyone I like like as I was in the middle of it, I was like, why am I not liking this? And I went to like the I went to it on Goodreads because as we know, I don't I don't check before I read the book. And I was like, who do I know that's read this? What are the ratings? And everyone I knew that had read it liked it. And the ratings were pretty good. Claire Legrand. Claire Legrand wrote it. And I also tried to read a book of hers like in December called Winter Spell, which is a nutcracker. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that one. Retelling. Yeah. Which I also thought would be up my alley because I love the nutcracker. And I hated that too. So I guess I should just not touch her books. Yeah. Was it I a read... writing style thing? It was um the writing style wasn't too bad. The thing that turned me off from the nutcracker was um, there was like, a th- it it was just kind of strange, and then also she was like sexualizing the Nutcracker before <laughs> he became a person. That's so which, weird. I mean, we all did when we watched the Barbie movie, but it's a little weirder to read about when you, <laughs> when you <laughs> when it's happening. So I was like, uh, and so I stopped. And then with Sawkill Girls, it was it just didn't make sense, like. I also fell asleep during a bit of it, so that could be part of it. But, like, there's this, there's three girls that are the center, and one of them just moved to the town and is living with uh, another girl for reasons I didn't really figure out. I think the other girl is rich, and the gir- new girl's mom is, like, working as their housekeeper or whatever. And there's this other girl named Zoe who her best friend went missing and all the girls in the Sawk Hill Island are going missing and everyone knows that the rich girl that the new girl is living with is behind it but no one will do anything about it and it's because the new girl's family is in a long line of women who are possessed by a demon which I don't like I don't like demon possession things so maybe that's why and then the new girl's sister goes missing and then the new girl and the rich girl that she lives with are like have a crush on each other, even though I'm pretty sure that the rich girl killed her sister and she also thinks that they killed her sister. And I'm like, this would not happen. <laughs> None of this would happen. And so I got mad and I stopped reading it. Hmm. Fair enough. Yeah, I read a Fury Born by Claire Legrand when it came out a couple years ago because it's I don't know if you guys have seen that cover, but it's beautiful and it sounded really good. I have good. seen that. Um, I did not enjoy it. It was boring. It was very boring. So I did maybe look. Maybe it is. Yeah. Yeah, I looked at every, all of her other books, and I was, saw that one, and I was like, "What do people think of this one?" And I was like, "Oh, Sarah didn't like it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can't be. It can't be good. Right. Then. Yeah. Exactly. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. So that was all. All you read so far. That was it. Oh, I started Catching Fire today, but okay. you know, we all know how that goes. <laughs> it's okay. Well. All right, well, shall I begin? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I have read 10 books since the last time we start talked. Um, 
so yeah, so I have a lot of time on my hands. So the first thing, first book I read was I finished Paladin's Grace that I talked about last episode. Um, and I actually really, I really loved it. Um, I think towards the end, it kind of tr- went a little bit more, veered a little bit more into the ro- romance territory than like the mur- murder mystery territory, but there was still, the murder mystery plot was actually really interesting. And like some of the twists you kind of saw coming, but it was still like enough, there was enough creativity in like so the surrounding stuff that it was super interesting and had such wonderful characters like the characters made me so happy um like not just the main characters but like all the side characters too so that was a really fun one um and then I read the second book in the undercover bromance series um by Lissa K Adams and this one was also fun because it was like a sh- uh it had it basically like a hi- mini heist feel to it which was kind of cool um because they were basically like taking, so basically, um, the heroine's boss is a like sexual predator, and he, and so she's like, and she, he fires her. So like the whole thing is about her re- revenge plot, um, and there's like mini heists in it, and it's all re- it's a really fun time. It's really fun, and then of course you know there's a bunch of guys who are reading romance novels, so that's always a fun time too. Um, so that was good. Then I read The Trade by Megan Quinn. And I've been having a kind of like a sad time with Megan Quinn lately. Not sad. Like her books are still good and I've still been enjoying them. But like none of them have been like the amazing books that I wish they would be. But this one, this one made me so happy because I think it was because I related so much through with the characters. And I think it also helped that we were introduced to the characters in previous books. So that just made sense. But, like, everything about the heroine I really related to. And then towards the end, there was some, like, really heart-wrenching stuff with the hero and made me really sad. But also, I don't know, it just made me happy also. Because this is also her, um, this entire series, she's been using time jumps a lot towards the end. And those are can kind of hit or miss for me. Um, yeah, and so she, there was a time jump in it. And I think this was one of the ones in the series that where it utilized the time jump the best to, like, really get at the story. So I thought... That was wonderful. Um, I'm going I'm to go through all of them because we have time and I can. Um, <laughs> so the other next book I read was Slow Dancing by Stylo Fatome. I think I'm still uh, pronouncing that correctly. I don't know how I still don't know how I feel about this. So I gave it four stars on Goodreads. But like I feel like the first half of the book I didn't enjoy as much. Like it felt very like. It's a very dirty book. It's like a very raunchy book. Um, and like So it won't go on my list. No, is what you're this saying. one should definitely not go okay. on your list. However, what I really enjoyed about it is that the hero is Pan. And they did a really mm. wonderful job exploring that. And like her best friend and his ex, who happened to be the same person, is gay. So like there's this whole trio and they're really wonderful. And I just think like the first half of the book felt like, there was a certain tone to it that, like, was fine, and it, like, actually really bled well into the second half. I just really loved the second half way more. I don't really know, like, what was going on with that, but I think it was just, like, this, like, I think it was because she didn't realize, basically, in the beginning of the book, she doesn't realize that he's pan. She thinks he's gay. So, like, I think that whole aspect of it didn't jive with me, but once they, everyone was on the same page, it was a lot better, um, and I really enjoyed it. So, there is that one. Um, Don't Let Me Go. It's part of the Slice series by Tegan Hunter. I really love Tegan Hunter, and I think she's one of, like, the best rom-com writers right now. Um, she wrote another series, the Texting series, which is actually one of the books I was thinking about making you guys read for our group read, and maybe it will come back to that one. Um, 
Mm. Yeah, but this was like a the typical nanny um, and single father story. But it was just some. It was just a lot of fun because the characters are so great. You know, the series just makes me happy because they're all. It's like there's a lot of found family in these series because like the characters are like all know each other or friends or like siblings with each other. So it just makes everything happy for me. So I was doing really great. I had like five in a row of like five and four stars, um, and then. I'm, I'm not even going to talk about this one because marrying my billionaire boss. I think that. Mm. Yeah, that was basically. <laughs> that doesn't follow the Yikes. rich mandate that we are required to follow. Yes. Marrying my billionaire boss. Not my favorite. Um, then, okay, I wanted to talk about Sarah Nay for a second. So she wrote a new series, The Bachelor's Club. Club um, and the book itself was fine I guess like it was a very typical story and I really love her heroines so she's written um a couple other series I believe her most popular one is um shoot I can't remember the name right now uh like how to date a how to date a douchebag which are some like really popular new adult books um I didn't really what I found with a lot of her books is that her heroines are really awesome like and they're really great characters and they're really well developed her heroes are kind of like, eh, you know, like there's, I don't know, something about those male characters that just don't work with for me. So, hmm. yeah. So this one was not a happy one either. So he had like some really great ones and then we had these two like were really kind of eh. But then, and I'm sorry, I'm just going forever, but I read so many books. <laughs> um, I really want to talk about this one. So I think this one is one that's been talked about a little bit. The Worst Best Man by Mia Sosa. Um, and what I loved about it for many things. Um, it's so basically, you know, she gets left at the altar um, and the best man, which is his brother, uh, the fiance's brother is the one that ends up, she falls in love with because it gives an enemy to lovers kind of thing going on. Anyway, uh... it was a really great one. Um, see, I feel like you would like this grace, but there is some sex stuff in it. So I don't know how much you would like that, but like, it was such a wonderful it was like it's the definition of a romantic comedy to me um and the heroine was um brazilian and there was a lot of really good exploration of brazilian culture in it which i really loved too um i think apparently this is like a very hit or miss for some people because um i heard like i read one review on goodreads and people were like yeah there's like a lot of divided opinions on it and i noticed that it has like three stars average on goodreads um yeah, I don't know. It's like they felt like some some people just didn't enjoy it as much, um, but I really loved it and I thought it was great. So, and then I get to the last two. I'm almost done. Lisa Claypas, who is most famous for the Wallflower series. So I was like, you know what? I really wanted to read some historical fiction, historical romance. Let me venture out. So that's what I did. Um, apparently, I had actually read one of these like ages ago, but I then went to Scandal in Spring. Apparently it's her least, it's the worst one in the series, but it was actually, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I got a childhood romance. I mean, this book was written in 2006, so it wasn't, it's not that old, but yeah, it was a, it was an interesting one. Um, I just wanted to venture into the historical fiction side and I figured this is one of the more popular books. So it was good. I enjoyed it, but eh, it was okay. And then I read another Lisa Kelly Poss book, book um, from her Hathaway series, Married by Morning. This one. Oh boy. So like the plot is kind of bad because it's basically about a, a woman who was supposed to be a prostitute, but is now a governess. 
and like her aunt who's now the like madame of the brothel like steals her away lots of lots of issues right but the hero is so wonderful and like has so many like little shit lines that i was like oh my god i love you that i was like i i i enjoyed it anyway so yeah that was a lot so what is your total my total of books i've read this year so far no, 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 of um, quarantine books. Oh, so 10. I've read 10 so far. I'm reading my Jesus. 11th right now, yeah. That is a very successful quarantine. And it sounds like most of the books you read were pretty good, too. So even yes, better. and there's some other books. And I mean, I think that's what's one good thing is happening is I did go through my, and I was, actually it was something I was going to bring up. I went through my to-read list the other day, too, and was like getting rid of ones. I'm like, I'm never actually going to read this, so let me delete it. Um, I do that at work a lot. Yeah, when I get bored. and so I was deleting things, and then I was putting up some new ones. Um, and then, of course, some new books have been released this week, and probably and again will be next week. So there's those as well. But yeah, I was been cleaning it up, so it's been very productive reading week for me. So I'm excited. Also, I wanted That's to point great. out that all of these were happy books. Good to know Dark in quarantine. these times. Yeah, yeah. I, I had some like I was thinking I was wavering between starting like. Um, there was a horror romance, which I actually wanted wonder how the Bone Houses by Emily Lloyd Jones. I don't know, Grace, if you've heard of that. I think I have. Let me. What is is the cover black with a skull? Yeah, on it? that one. Yeah, I've heard of that. I one. was thinking about reading that one, but then I'm like, am I really in the mood for this right now? Not really. So there's that, and there's a couple other like angsty romances that I have that I haven't read started yet. But like, there's one that's literally about an apocalypse. And I was like, I don't think <laughs> I want to read this nope. right now. So. There have been some that I've been pushing off because I'm not in the mood. But Yeah, I hear you. All right, your turn, Sarah. So uh, kind of similar to what you were just saying, I started off last week re- or listening to – I'm still listening to the audiobook of Before the Devil Breaks You by Libba Bray. It's the third book in the Diviner series. And I love that series. I'm enjoying it. But the beginning of last week is when everything started to go to shit for America anyways, when things started to get really serious with, uh, with all this. And I was just like, no, I don't, I don't want to listen to this right now. Cause it's, um, it's kind of a dark book. And, um, I just, I wanted something, I'm the kind of person who when like bad stuff is going on in my life, I like need to read light and happy books. Um, like I know some people are really going all in and having like, you know, like, a uh apocalypse movie marathons and (laughs) stuff right now but like no (laughs) that is the opposite of me I need light and happy books when my life is stressful so um I picked up so last week I read the audio or listened to the audiobook of Only Mostly Devastated by Sophie Gonzalez it's kind of a newer book um it's about uh it's basically a gay retelling of Greece and it was really good yes it was about a high school boy who goes to North Carolina for the summer. His family, like, rents a house there. Yeah! And they go there for the summer to, like, take care. His aunt is really sick, so their family's taking care of her. And he meets a boy in the beach town, and uh, they start to, like, low-key date, and they hang out the whole summer. Like, he really likes them, and then at the end of the summer, the guy just, like, stops texting him like they say goodbye and everything because they think that the main character is going back to california but at the end of the summer the guy stops texting him stops texting him and the main character finds out that they are actually going to stay in north carolina for the full year because uh they're going to take care of his sick aunt more 
So uh, he, they moved to like, they moved back to the ant's regular town because they were at like a beach town or something. Where? And he goes to school. Out of curiosity, <laughs> do you know the towns? I don't. I don't remember if they said them or not because I don't know anything about North Carolina. So I just kind of let, it just kind of went over my head. But um, That's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Um, but he goes to school and he finds out that it's the same school as the guy he's with over the summer, but the guy he was dating over the summer is not out at school yet. So it's kind of like they start off like pretending like they don't know each other and they slowly like grow together more. And uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, I didn't, I personally don't like Grease that much, but I loved this iteration of it. I loved the book. It was really fun. It was exactly what I needed. I think I listened to it in like a day or two because I, it, I flew through it because it was just really fun. Um, I mean, the writing wasn't the best, but you know, that's to be expected expect with a lot of YA contemporaries. And I, I just didn't care about it at that point. And uh, yeah, it was really fun. So if you're looking for something light and fun, I definitely recommend that. Um, it came out recently and it was kind of overshadowed by everything that's going on. I think it was one of those books. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, definitely check it out. If it sounds like something you'd be interested in, if you're looking for a light and fun book, um, I haven't been able to read many physical books because, uh, I haven't really been like quarantined until yesterday officially. Cause that's when I started working from home. Today was my second day of working from home. And I'm still like getting everything situated at my house. And like, I still I still have things left to stress clean because when I'm stressed out, I clean everything. But once I finish my, once my apartment's spotless and I have nothing left to clean, that's <laughs> when I'll really get into reading. But uh, yeah, so I'm still reading Conversations with Friends by Sally Rooney, which I'm pretty sure I was reading in the last episode too. Um, about halfway through, it's really good. Um, it's Sally Rooney writes and she doesn't use quotation marks. Oh, and it stresses uh, me out. I think yeah, it's really weird. Oh, it bothers me a lot. I mean, at this point, this is my second book of hers that I've read. So I'm used to it. But when I first started Normal People, which I read last summer, I was not having it. I just I, I did not appreciate it at all. And I still don't. But it's to the point where this book is just so interesting to me that I'm him overlooking it but it does force me to pay attention like I can't just skim my eyes over the text like I normally do it forces me to like pay attention and pick out what's dialogue and what's not and everything so that's interesting and also uh Monday I believe I started a Libro FM membership which is that audiobook service that I talked about last time that uh benefits independent bookstores um, because a lot of the independent bookstore near me had to close and there weren't really any physical books I wanted to buy. So um, I did the deal that Libro FM is currently having where if you use the code shop bookstores now, then you get two audiobooks for the price of one. Um, just a little plug in case you guys want to do that and support your local independent bookstore. Um, but yeah, and I got a tweet cute yeah. by Emma Lord, which Rudy talked about yeah, in the last episode. I am probably halfway through it oh yeah it. it's again it's exactly what I need yeah it's so fun and light and I love like the whole yes. fast food politics that's going on um Shruti kind of talked about it in the last episode but uh the two main characters one of them their her parents own uh a huge fast food chain and the other's uh parents own a small like mom and pop deli in New York City and they're ha kind of having like a Twitter war and they don't know it's each uh... other and it's just it's really fun yeah I'm really liking that one so I'm sure I will finish that soon enough and yeah so I mean now that I'm saying it it's more reading than I thought I did yeah so that's good 
um, Grace, what was it that you had found something about Scribd? Oh, yeah. I also wanted to say something else, but I have two two things. So Scribd, which is spelled S-C-R-I-B-D, they are doing a thing now where you can get, you can just use it for free for 30 days. And so I'm doing that. Um, They have eBooks and audiobooks. Sarah probably knows more of what they have than I do. I've been on it for like two minutes. Sarah, tell us about Scribd. Sure. Yeah. So Scribd does have eBooks and audiobooks. They don't have as much as like Audible, but they do have a lot. I've been using Scribd for a long time and their normal membership is it's $9 for it's $9 a month and you get like unlimited but I'm doing air quotes when I say unlimited because they do start to like cut you off I usually get like three audiobooks a month from them before they start to cut me off but um yeah it's great that they're doing this 30-day like open thing for everyone um they usually do a 30-day free trial but um they're not making you put in a credit card so literally anyone can just go in and access their whole library which is incredible and I highly recommend checking that out because they have like I said a ton of ebooks and audiobooks and another thing that I was thinking about the other day, and I was like, I should have mentioned this in that one episode. So we mentioned BookBub, which is a thing where if you get emails once a day about ebook deals, there is a similar thing called Chirp, where you get emails once a day about audiobook mm. deals. And most of the time, the audiobooks are crap. But every now and then there will be a, a good one, and it'll be like five dollars, maybe less. So, for example, I have three, and they are "Yes, Please" by Amy Poehler, "The Seven Husbands of Ooh. Evelyn Hugo," Ooh. and one of the Celeste Ng books that I don't remember the title of, so, which are decent books. Yeah. That That's I awesome. Have yeah, yet to those are to. good ones. But okay, I have them. I sub- yeah, I was subscribed to the Chirp newsletter for I've, I've had a month or two, but I wasn't really seeing any books that I was liking, so I unsubscribed from it. But maybe now they're getting better ones. You've so got to you got to look every day. Okay, okay, it's rare. I'll, I'll give them another chance. It's rare that you find a good one, but when you find a good one, you find a good one. <laughs> oh yeah, those are really good ones. Okay, maybe I'll give them another chance. Um, do we want to talk a little bit about maybe some other? light and escapey kind of books for anyone else who wants some uh fun books to read during this stressful time sure random question when y'all yes. are reading like your um your contemporary books mm-hmm. during this time did you find yourself thinking like wait they can't do that they're supposed to be self-isolating yeah <laughs> i did not have that Don't thought me. but that's yes funny. i did in a in tweet mm. they're like going all over the city they're like at the met and stuff and part of me like in the back of my mind i was just kind of thinking like oh my god they better be careful <laughs> yeah. and then i'm like wait a minute this is like during a normal time when you can like leave the house without fear <laughs> yeah but yes yes okay, I, I, wanted, I definitely had those thoughts too. i just want to make sure i wasn't the <laughs> so only one i've been one. noticing a lot on twitter mm-hmm. everyone's been like you should start reading six of crows right now and i'm like but i have to read the cool prince first yeah. You can read both at one I time. I cannot read I both say, at the same time. Having not read Six of Crows. Oh, you can when one of them is an audiobook. You could read yeah, one after both the of them other. Are series, so well, this is the thing. I've already decided I'm not going to read Six of Crows first. I want to read the entire Grishovers in order. So. Okay. That's fair. That's what I think I'm doing because I have, so I have a, um, what's it called? 
a COVID-19 binge list for <laughs> movies and oh. TV shows and books. And before, so our library, the library I work at, plus, you know, all of the libraries where I live are close to the public. So before that happened, I was like, I gotta get, I gotta get my books, even though I have like two stacks of books that I own and haven't read at home. But you know, we're ignoring that. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna get the all of the Grisha books that I don't own, which is all of them except for Six of Crows. And I only managed to get, I managed to get all of them except for Crooked Kingdom. So now I'm like, well, I'm just gonna have to <laughs> read up and read them in chronological-ish order and <laughs> wait until the library opens for Crooked Kingdom. So same, okay. Trudy, same. Yeah, I mean, I Six of Crows was the first Grisha book, Grisha verse book I read, and um, I wasn't really confused at all. So, I mean, if that helps anything, because Six of Crows is just so much better than the Grisha trilogy. Like, the Grisha trilogy is good. It's, like, pretty fun, but Six of Crows is kind of like, an, like, whole, like I want to like, build up to it. I'd rather level. end in the good part. Same. That's fair. That makes sense. You should definitely read the Grisha trilogy before you read Crooked Kingdom. So, it makes sense if you want to read it before Six of oh, Crows. So, yeah. I totally know, like, from yeah. the TV show, a lot mm-hmm. of the characters yeah. come from both. So, I figured I would do that as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a good it makes sense what are some other things you guys have been watching or listening to during this time so it doesn't have to be books we can venture out of books for a minute sure yeah that's a good good question i've been putting on the office in the background while i work from home just because i need some kind of noise and my tv is right in front of me and i've seen the office like 800 times and it's the most like basic thing you could possibly put on but the basic people have a point. It's great to have on in the background. And I can just like focus on my work and then look back up, see like a funny quip and then go back to work. So and it's just, yeah, that's it, been it me. Works out. And so um, when I was grading, I was, I was watching Love is Blind in the background. So that's what I was doing. Smart. I have, um, I have a list of things to watch in case I run out of the office because I'm just like a paranoid person. I have this fear that I'm going to like, whenever I'm watching a show, I always try to like savor it because I'm like afraid of getting to the end and not knowing what to watch. So I have like an emergency, like rewatch list. So I have new girl on there. Hell yeah. I have on in the background. Hell yeah. I love new girl. And I also have the twilight (laughs) movies because um, why the fuck not? (laughs) And just things like that just to, just to have something on so I'm not alone with my thoughts because God forbid I'd be alone with my thoughts. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? <laughs> I, um, on Friday, which was when I was more worried about my eye than the country back in the good old, the good old <laughs> the days. The good old days, um, five days ago. Yeah, I was, I had what I like to call a Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Cinematic Universe Marathon. Which is where that. you watch the first two Guardians of the Galaxy movies, fast forward through all of the parts of Infinity War <laughs> that they're not in, and then you watch, I watched Endgame in its entirety, but you know, if you want to fast forward to that, you're also welcome to. And now I'm thinking, okay. you know what? Captain Marvel could have mm. gone in there, like in between. You're right. So next time I do that, I'm going to put in Captain Marvel. So this is just a PSA to anyone who wants to participate in this extremely niche um <laughs> behavior i keep forgetting that i'm mooching disney plus off of my boyfriend's family so i can watch guardians of the galaxy whenever i want to yeah Yeah. okay thank you thank you yeah and captain marvel oh my god all right you just opened up a whole new world for me i i have also so i'm having hockey withdrawals of course because you know there's no hockey 
Um, so I've been watching Letterkenny while I'm eating food, which has been hilarious. It is hilarious. Oh my god! I've heard that. It, it's, it's definitely it's definitely like an acquired taste, <laughs> but it's just so weird and dumb that it's hilarious. My boyfriend loves it, and I've seen. To be fair, I haven't seen, which is apparently a thing in the show because he always <laughs> says like "to be fair" whenever I say that. Anyway, um, I have only seen maybe like parts of episodes. I haven't seen a full episode, so maybe it's, I shouldn't be so harsh. Yeah, it's definitely. I don't know. It's maybe definitely it's one of those things that maybe I can totally good. see how some people like. We're like, this makes no sense, and I think that's why it's hilarious because it makes no sense. Um, but it, it's a good time. So I've been watching that like slowly but surely on Hulu. Um, well, as I'm eating my meals. But also, I'm sad because mm-hmm. there's no hockey. Nice. Yeah. 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 There's yes. no yes. anything. Yeah. <laughs> I envy the people there's... that are, like anyone's going to be listening to this in a year, but I envy those hypothetical people who are like, what a crazy time for them. Even though <laughs> but, they yeah, would have maybe like it too, but you know, whatever. Right. Maybe like 10 years from now, someone will stumble across this podcast on Spotify and be like, what? And then be like, oh, yeah, I forgot that was a thing 10 years ago because I was really young and I'm a teenager now. Yeah. I don't remember that. I'm just really grateful. So that sucks for um, them. Mm-hmm. I there. I'm very grateful for my job because I'm getting paid yeah, throughout this. Me too. And I literally cannot do my job me this too. week. So I mm-hmm. have the ability and the time to just sit here and read. And that is why I've read like so many books. So... Yeah, I, so many of my friends have lost their jobs or, like, got their hours permanently cut. Well, not permanently, but cut long term. And it's just, I, yeah, I feel very lucky that I get to work from home Mm -hmm. and just have the ability to still get paid for all this so I can afford to still get audiobooks and things like that. Yeah. Shit be crazy. Shit really. Anything else that you guys want to talk about on our emergency podcast here? Do we want to mention a good, some good books to listen to while the world yes. is ending? Yeah, I have a couple. So I actually say, well, I was, I was working from home and like, I would just look up at my bookshelf sometimes. You're like, oh, that's a really nice, light, fun book. So I have a couple. Uh, the first one is Anna Lee in Real Life by, sorry, I did not look at the author. Annalie in Real Life by Janelle Milanes is her name. And uh, it's a young adult contemporary Ooh. romance. It's fake dating. Mm-hmm. Um, I read it uh, a year and a half ago-ish. I don't remember too much about it, but I remember it was very good to escape into. And it was really fun and light. And it's a good one for if you're looking for an escapist kind of book. And uh, the other one I wanted to talk about is Nice Try Jane Sinner by Leanne Oelke. Um, One of the reasons I want to talk about this one is because I feel like I recommend a lot of the same books over and over again on the podcast, like Six of Crows, obviously read that. But um, Nice Try Jane Sinner is one of my favorite books. It is about a girl in high school who doesn't go back to high school for senior year for reasons that I don't want to spoil. But instead, she goes to community college and she moves into a house with other students. But a catch to live in that house is that you have to participate in a reality TV show that's being filmed in that house. And as long as you don't get eliminated from the TV show, you can continue to live in the house. So this was definitely like a very 
easy to consume and fun book. It does get into more serious topics, which I also appreciated. But it was just, I remember I was sucked into it the whole time I read it because it's, you know, it's about reality TV. It's fun. So yeah, those are probably my two biggest recommendations. But also, (laughs) you should read The Cruel Prince by Holly Black, (laughs) because that's our group read for this month. And you can tune into our next episode to hear us discuss it. So if you want to, while you're while you're stuck at home, check out The Cruel Prince. It's really good and fun. And it's a fantasy. So nothing like the real world. Yeah, of course, my big recommendation is you should just pick up a romantic comedy because they're always fun. Um, yes. But to be more specific, oh, yeah. so I mentioned I totally Tegan Hunter that. and her um, texting series. I think it's a lot. It's so much fun. Um, there's like it's four it's four books in that series. And it's like each one is very different, like very different from each other. Um, so that is my first recommendation is the texting series by Tegan Hunter. If you're looking for a good rom-com. Um, the other thing is if you are like me and you are missing sports – Obviously, the rec- the ailment for this, wait, the cure for this ailment, treatment, whatever. The best <laughs> best way to get over that is to read some some sports romances. So I'm going to throw out um, Serena Bowen. It's a lovely hockey series romances. So if you're in the if you're missing hockey like me, read some hockey romances. Her um, Brooklyn Bruiser series is pretty great. So. Awesome. What about you, Grace? So I didn't have any, but while we were talking, I just came up with one. <laughs> so, one of my favorite Narnia. books. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I was not going to say that. The Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue Ooh. by Mackenzie yes. Lee. I have not personally read it during <laughs> a um, global pandemic. <laughs> However, when I did read it, it was a very shitty time. Um, I was a junior in college. I actually got the book as an apology present from my friend who kept me up all night having <laughs> sex with her girlfriend oh, who I was not this. supposed I to live in our apartment at the time. And oh tensions God. were high. People were moving out of our apartment without <laughs> telling us. But, you know, we don't have to get into that. Anyway, I read it during that time. And it was a nice little break from the chaos that is life. And I feel it'll work the same now. So, yeah. The Gentleman's Guide to Vice and Virtue. It is a very, like, it's historical. There's some romance. But there's also some adventure. And it's really fun. And the writing is good. And the characterization is good. And you should read it. The end. I fully agree and second that. Thank you. I love that book. (laughs) So thank you guys for listening to us. We hope our emergency podcast can help make your social distancing experience a little bit better. Um, if please leave us a rating, um, write us a review, um, keep listening to us, share your, the podcast with your friends. Yeah. And also, yeah. And also feel free to uh, tweet at us. Uh, Grace runs our, our Twitter account and it's a great thing. <laughs> so you can follow us at the book Hose. Or, like, comment on our Instagram, send us messages on Instagram, you know, your social distancing and you want to talk to someone about books, you, you can hit us up. Our Instagram is at Pod. Yeah, and tell us on Instagram or on Twitter or in our email or in our Curious Cat what you've been reading, any other recommendations for people during this time, just fun stuff. Whatever you want to tell us, we will listen probably. Yes, and if you're reading along with The Cruel Prince, then tell us your thoughts on that as well. Yeah. Well, 
Thank you guys so much for listening and we hope you have a great day hands. and that you're staying safe and healthy. Yes, Bye. wash your, wash your yes. hands. <laughs>